Voice Memos podcast with Jen and Myron. Hey, welcome to Voice Memos. I am Myron Clifton and my co-host is Jennifer. So Jennifer is a wonderful lady. She's originally from Wisconsin, now in California, flaming redhead with a beautiful big old dog named Mojito that I call Beast. She's a great sister, daughter, and a great friend. And uh, she is my co-host. Hey, Jennifer. Hello, hello. So nice that we're recording this because I get to save this and hear this over and over again, the compliments that you gave me. So I lied. <laughs> this is my friend and probably my bestest friend. I've known Myron over 20 years. He is a published author. He is an amazing writer, highly intelligent. And one thing that I can really tell you about him that stands out is how he raises his daughter, Leah. Hello there. <laughs> you know, I'll do I'll do a video because it's you. So welcome to Voice Memos. This is Myron and my co-host Jennifer is or has the audacity to be celebrating her 50 something birthday in um, out of the country in Cancun, I believe. So screw her. And we've we've upgraded. Just let me say we've upgraded. So Jen, I love you. Well, let's be honest here. So let's welcome in uh, co-host and guest host, I should say, today, Miss Eliane Rodriguez. Hi. Hey. Thank you for that warm welcome, but also happy birthday, Jen. I hope you are <laughs> enjoying yourself. Look, let, let me tell you something. I saw, so Jen is in uh, Cancun, Mexico, Mexico with her parents, her mom and dad, her uh, younger sister and brother, and her sister's two uh, teenage kids. And it's the first time her parents have left the country. That's so exciting, but also must be a pain in the butt for Jen. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, it's wild. And so so I've texted her a couple of times, you know, just checking and everything. But her sister mm -hmm. posted a video on Facebook, okay. the book face. And it was a short video. I guess they were in some um, some bar club, some daytime bar kind of deal that's open, you know, big open door. Not even doors, just open to the street, like a French cafe, like a European cafe or something. But anyway. <laughs> they're at a tiki bar <laughs> oh there you go thank you for that see as a non-bar person i don't know what these things are called um but and there and the video is of jen and she's behind a microphone singing oh. karaoke yes jen is <laughs> her best life right and so it's sort of a sort of a ballad she's singing and i wish i knew the song like, I don't know the song. I was trying to pay attention to the lyrics and everything so I could recount, you know, what the song was. And but I can't. But it was so it was a ballad. And, you know, I've heard her sing karaoke before. And now, remember, I don't drink. So <laughs> she has a she has a pretty OK karaoke singing voice. Go, Jen. I bet you I, I would know what song she was singing. Yes. And so you know what I'll do is I know that. <laughs> I'll get to the I'll get to the book face Facebook thing and I'll um I'll comment and tag you in the comments so you can see the video. Now I already did comment once about <laughs> and, and I just said, you know, because there was a lot of um their family and friends praising her singing and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, Well, we should build that wall and leave her there now, you know. <laughs> Myron, you're such a hater. Jen, don't listen to him. I, see, I bet you she's got a really good singing voice. She's just being a hater. Stop being a hater, Myron. <laughs> so anyway, so welcome to Voice Memos. And Eliana Rodriguez, uh, what, because you're also a podcaster, and what podcasts are you on? 
Um, I am on It's Like This. That is a pop culture podcast with my co-host Greg. And I'm also on Unapologetically She, which is, um, you know, it's politics, art, pop culture, but from the female perspective. Ooh, and I like that. Shantae and Sarah. Yeah, that's a that's a fun podcast. Um, and, and I just today, uh, your podcast with Greg, it, it's like this. That's what it's called. Yes. And I just listened to that, I think, yesterday and today. So what's today? Wednesday. So it comes out on what? Monday. Mondays or Tuesday. Monday. Okay. So I was just listening to it. And it's a very, it's a very fun podcast because you guys are very different uh, perspectives and everything, but it's, it's enjoyable. And I love when you guys do your, your, um, your, I think it's like your Buzzfeed quizzes or something like that. <laughs> yes. Buzzfeed quiz time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love a good Buzzfeed. So quiz. yeah, they're, they're good. So Jennifer and I, we have no such organized uh, podcast material. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we love about this show. We just kind of feel like hanging out with our friends. Just yeah, we are. Yeah, we are like, we are like the 99 cent store podcast. No, you're not. Don't even be <laughs> mean to yourself. Like we, we have all the same things that Target and CVS has, but we're the 99 cent store. So like our deodorant, it's three ounces. And <laughs> <laughs> it's from the travel size section. <laughs> three ounces. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. It's, you know, our, our, our floss has like just, it's just like 12 inches worth of floss and a tiny little miniature floss thing. So, <laughs> but you know, we, we get on. So anyway, anyway, thanks for joining us today. So for having me. Ah, so, Elian, yeah, I was. You ever had this thing happen to you on social media where, like, sometimes you just post something. It could be on any social media, mm-hmm. and it's just the most innocuous, benign thing that's just not controversial. Like, it's not politics or sexuality or race or sports. Even it just is like something just benign and then somebody pops up in your comments and just brings so much hate Mm. that ever happened to you it 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 does happen to me but i feel like it happens to you a lot and it really bothers me (laughs) you know i i just i i'm reading your your you know the comments and replies and i'm like why are you messing with myron again i get very (laughs) i do i'm like back up I don't really understand the the reflex for some people to just find the miserable and negative in every single thing. Right? Sometimes a joke is just a joke. Right. Um, you know, there's no deep meaning attached to it. And, you know, what's funny is anybody who knows you and who follows your account knows your type of humor, especially in relation to, you know, certain things, family members and things like that. Like we all right. are privy to the jokes. It's like, you know, we're in on the joke. Clearly this person was not in on the joke, but. Oh, they went off. Even it if just, it's just not for... a joke. I mean, just relax for a second. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. And, I, and that's a that's a great point. It's not that deep. Like this show, one of our mottos is we we like to go shallow. Like we don't want to get deep on things. And and I just think as a good rule for social media, for pe- for for people, anybody you follow, when they post something about their family or their close friends in a humorous manner, they're they're asking you to join with them in laughing at this. Yes. Right. And as long as it's not, you know, some type of awful violence or something illegal, you know, those kind of things. Right. So, for for example, for our audience, I posted a very benign statement of some just a photo of some airplane <laughs> chips, pretzels and a cookie or something, you know, and a half eaten package of Mentos. <laughs> 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 and I, all I said was, for when my when my daughter asked me what I brought 
heard back <laughs> from my trip to Florida. It was just that. And like you said, it's just, it's silly. It's nonsense. And everybody got the joke except one person. Oh, and, and they totally missed the point. I mean, right. just accused you of like treating your daughter like crap. I, I said, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> I was so offended. <laughs> I was ready to jump through the the screen like excuse me ma'am no you did not yes right did not right they call me a a shitty parent like what What? like you're (laughs) crazy they went zero to 100 just and you know what i I have found that so i looked up that person like i wanted to say do i follow this person and i did not but that person followed me and i i have i have recognized over since since Elon Musk has taken over Twitter, that that in order to get the trolls and bots, people's comments into your mentions where you can see them instead of the secondary level where it's like other comments, that those accounts follow you first and then their comment is more prominent. And I've noticed a lot more of that since he's taken over. And I looked at that person. I was like, I don't even follow. I don't know who they are. And they're, and even like their their Avi is just some strange sort of picture. And I just thought, you know what? I don't even know if any, how real any of this is. And maybe they were real, but it just, I don't know. It just, they're just, and if they are real, they're just a miserable person. Yeah. And there are miserable people out there that just find a way to, make every to center themselves in every <laughs> every yes conversation. yeah and that's a good way of putting it make it a the trauma olympics like who's who's more bad <laughs> <and> oppressed <laughs> right right hey so um so for our audience uh, who may not know you're in new york city yes yes I and am. how is the weather there Today was pretty cold. Um, a couple of days ago, it finally snowed. Um, you know, enough that it actually stuck a little bit <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> New, York, New York City has not had a lot of snow this this winter, which yeah. sounds lovely. Like, oh yeah, we got lucky, but it's it's really weird. You know what? It's like <laughs> it's like I've said about um, about all the Hallmark and Lifetime Christmas movies. They need <laughs> snow in New York because they do those overhead shots of snowing in the city and you know they all use the same eight shots of you know the empire state building central park and a bridge and it shows snow <laughs> the bridge <laughs> yes well I, I think they're running dry because this season we haven't had any significant snowfall in in the city at least so nah, it was kind of nice a little bit but now it's just kind of cold and dreary it's it I yeah, like you know, being cold. <laughs> it it today. Um, my daughter was telling me that it snowed at Disneyland and in Burbank. <gasps> Stop it! Yes, or or oh or like it wasn't snow. Yeah. It's that what is that word? It starts with a G, like grapple or grapple or grapple. There, there's a type. There's this new. It, to me, it's a new word, but apparently, everyone knows what it is. Where it's not. It's not sleet and it's not snow, but there's like a word that describes um, the state of ice or snow that's in between those states. And it's, I think it's grapple or something. And I've never heard this word ever. Wow. And somehow in the last couple of weeks, it's everywhere. Everyone's going, oh yeah, that's grapple. That's grapple. That's grapple. And I'm like, what is this word? <laughs> I'm going to have to look that up because yeah, I just don't look it up. I just don't even know what that means. Mm-hmm. Uh. So it's like it's heavy, but it doesn't really stick. But it and it's not hard as hell, and it's sort of slushy. And apparently, it's something called gra- gra- I think it's grapple. Sounds like snapple. Grab grapple. Okay. Grapple. Yeah, soft hail, hominy snow. I mean, what kind of a description? What <laughs> hominy snow? That is not in the farmer's almanac. That's not in the farmer's almanac. (laughs) Not the hominy snow or snow pellets. Oh, right. Look, it's when cold water droplets in the air are collected and freeze 
on falling snowflakes, falling little balls. Wow, of of cropple. There you go. So you've so you've never heard of that either. I've never heard that before. That is wild. Learn new every day. <laughs> right. I'm telling you because one day one day last week, um, in Sacramento, I thought it was hailing. And I posted a video. I was like, I thought it was a hell, but it's not really hell. And I got so many comments about, oh, yeah, it's grapple. It's grapple. It's grapple. Grapple. And I'm like, where have I been off planet for 10 years? Like, what is this? <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, you're both getting old. That's what that means. Like, what is these are new <laughs> words that they're coming up with for stuff. I, I did not sign up for this. <laughs> right. I want to tell I, yeah, I want to tell folks like, you know, these new generations are making a new kind of snow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> this up in a scientific journal for me to believe this. <laughs> My God, hey, so, so as I mentioned earlier, so I was in Florida last week. I was visiting um, your family in oh, Florida, and let me just share about my very briefly my flying experience because oh, transportation. And our air, I shouldn't say transportation, but just air travel has been um, has been awful for a long time, right? And then maybe it just took a nosedive. But anyway, so I flew on JetBlue and I was flying out of San Francisco. So when I got oh, to the airport, on. I got a, I got a notification. <laughs> I love the way, I'm sorry, That's okay. but I have to say, I love the way you just call them out by their government name. <laughs> <laughs> in case we didn't know JetBlue. <laughs> like they will they will never advertise on this show <laughs> <laughs> which and you know what look JetBlue has really nice airplanes and they have free wi-fi free movies and tv and all this stuff so i get to the san francisco airport and as soon as i hit the airport it says so your flight has been delayed an hour i'm like okay well whatever so then it boards about an hour and a half late. And then we get on the plane and we sit on the runway for an hour. So now we're two and a half hours behind schedule. And while we're sitting, this is the worst. While we're sitting on the runway, no one in the crew or the captain said a word. Like there was no word, nothing. That's, we just sat there. That's, that's unnerving though. It is, right? You're just sitting there for an hour doing nothing. Oh, okay, so so I make it to Florida, you know, as, as Seinfeld says, yada, yada, yada. And then on the way back, I was going to leave uh, at 8.40 p.m. And then it was delayed for an hour. And then I get to the airport. And then it said, oh, we're now we're delayed another three hours. So instead of leaving at 8.40, oh. we're going to leave at, at 12.33. Oh, my God. Right. And so then I, I asked the gate agent very politely because, you know, it's not their fault. I just asked, hey, just out of curiosity, do we know why we're delayed? And she was very kind. She said, no, we don't know. I'm like, okay. So that. then at 1240, so now it's past boarding time. Oh, my goodness. They come on and say, we're, um, one of our flight attendants has gotten sick and the this flight attendant crew can no longer fly. So we have to find another crew. So now we're delayed until 5 a.m. Oh <laughs> my gosh. You know, just when I thought it could not get worse, it just kept getting worse. <laughs> my goodness. 5 a.m. So oh. now it was an 840 oh flight that's now delayed to 5 a.m. the next day. I mean, it's a whole nother flight, whole nother day, whole nother flight. And so people were apoplectic. And so I, I tend to have good patience. And I just sort of like watch it all happen. I was just sort of observing people's behaviors and stuff. And so they would not rebook on another airline. Like that's just, mm -hmm. they don't do that. And because we were at the gate waiting to board, the people who wanted to leave, they had to go out of where you out past TSA oh to God. one of the offices 
to ask that their luggage be retrieved. Oh, it was it was a mess. And so then so then they said, okay, you know, at about I guess it was probably about 2 a.m. or one or something. They said, okay, we're gonna give out uh, blankets and meal vouchers. So you figure some people left, but most people were still there. And they had, so you figure there's a couple hundred people there, right? For a regular airplane or something. They had about 12 blankets. (laughs) Stop it. And then they handed out these meal, these meal tickets. So because it's the middle of the night, and I was at Fort Lauderdale. Everything was closed. And so this one, this one um, like little deli that had closed, but they were cleaning up. They said, well, you know what? We'll, we'll, we will reopen so you guys can get some food. And so, That's and of course it was a black lady. I, let me just say, it was a black lady. She was like, you know what? I'm supposed to go home, but I'm going to get you guys some food. So they gave it, they had all, you know, those prepackaged sandwiches and stuff. So they gave us a voucher. It was $12. <laughs> <laughs> this meal ticket what does that even buy you a snickers bar <laughs> yes you could all this the the, the cheapest sandwich was 12.99 oh my goodness <laughs> Dios mio, so, i didn't even get that right Lord. right so everyone was getting everyone was getting a sandwich so now this line is like 100 people deep so everyone was getting a sandwich so you had to give them their meal, your meal thing, your voucher, and you needed another dollar. And most people were getting like a drink or something else. And because the deli place had closed, oh, no. they no longer could accept credit cards or ATM. So it has to be cash only. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like um, Mad Max 2023. <laughs> oh my! And I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like I stayed awake and I was sort of hoping for my first in the wild. Like I was really hoping because if there was ever a moment that deserved the Karen, like this was the moment, like I would have backed Karen a hundred percent. Where is Karen when you need her? Always on the wrong time. Right. And you know what I was thinking? Because you know how there's no way in normal circumstances I, I am ever ready to have my phone out and record. Like, I'm just not that fast. But <laughs> sitting in that airport in the middle of the line, I thought, I am so ready. I will get this. I'll get some music. I'm going to get this on TikTok. But you know what? Everybody was happy. <laughs> <laughs> they just needed that sandwich. They were um, <laughs> so I'm telling you, this right? American travel system is freaking broken because... Listen, I didn't have it as bad as you, but I had a terrible flight home too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was yours? No, I fit like no. So nobody freaked out in the airport, huh? Nobody, nobody freaked out, and um, I mean, there were there were some upset people, and there were especially, especially the families, right? Because mm-hmm. the people with little kids, you know, it's it's impossible. It's just impossible. And in this one family, they had three little kids i think the oldest may have been 10 like 10 or 10 and then two little two smaller ones plus they had a dog and they had a cat oh my goodness right and so the dog would come in and out of his his little crate thing but the cat they just kept in a crate thing that cat was just meowing all night it was terrible it was terrible but anyway but what yeah but what what was yeah right it's terrible what what was what was your um travel well, I was obviously also in Florida. <laughs> you were visiting uh-huh. my family, so I was also there. We did fly out of different airports and on different airlines. And I'm going to call them up by the government name too, Delta. That's right. I'm calling you out, Delta. So I was flying out of the Palm Beach airport. And we also got boarded, got onto the runway and sat there for about two hours. Because we had to let the private jets take off first. Oh, my God. And Myron, there was like 25 of them. Oh. How how do private planes have priority? Over commercial flights. Oh. At the airport. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yep. Twenty-five private jets just in a row flying out of Palm Beach. And I'm like, this is disgusting. (laughs) So because of that delay, I missed my connecting flight. And I got stranded in Atlanta airport. They said they had no more seats left. Everything was booked. Every, Every seat on every flight for the rest of the day. They were like, we can maybe get you out by like 10 tomorrow morning. Oh my God. On another flight, but there's nothing oh. here. So you're just going to have to do standby. And I'm like, I, I was freaking out. <clears throat> I'm not as calm as Myron is. So I was like losing my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was almost that lady who you needed to pull out the, the the phone to record. I was like, I can't, I need to get home. Like I was just, it was a mess. And so I waited for standby for the first flight, could, could not get on. That was a joke. There was another one, couldn't get on. By the time I had moved up to the top of the standby list, there were still 70 people on that list. Waiting oh my god! To get out. I oh saw this lady take a jog. Like she literally ran and tried to get past the security guards at the gate <laughs> to force herself onto the plane. <laughs> she made a run for it. I was like, "No, don't do it." <laughs> Did somebody tackle her or something? Like, oh, like they were like, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Oh, God. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, God. That's so, a it's disaster. so frustrating. It is. It's so frustrating because you have no power. No. And really, like I was saying about the gate agents who I was talking to, they have no power either. It's like, it's not them. But you're just in like the bowels of American transportation and it's just a nightmare. It is a nightmare. We would they gotta do something to fix this. Yeah, it's, they really it's do. not efficient. <laughs> and and these airlines, they barely offer you any restitution for the crap they put you through. They're like, oh, here, here's a hundred dollars for your next flight, but they charge you like five hundred dollars a flight just to go to Florida for the week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was able to squeeze out. Exactly. I was able to squeeze, not able to squeeze out, but JetBlue's, uh, their, their procedure is for a delay as long as we were delayed, they give you two, a $200 flight credit. Wow. And I was like, there's, and, and really it should be 50 more for waiting on the runway for an hour. If you wait an hour to give you 50 more dollars. So $250 total, which, you know, I'll take it, but really, that's not enough for the inconvenience, you know, of what, what they did and, and not even explain anything. Like it wasn't weather. Like right. it wasn't that it just was, I don't know. I just mismanagement. I don't, I don't know what you call it. So, um, I mean, Hey, so who made that by the way, though, like who decided those amounts, <laughs> who decided that like one hour's worth of delay should equal yes. X amount of dollars. Whose job is that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, and you know, it's got to be. I looked it up on the Department of Transportation website. Like it's there uh, for all the airlines. Like it's like the um, they call it the um, the Passenger Bill of Rights or something like that. Oh. And so I'm thinking it went through. I don't. I don't want to say it went through Congress, but but you know, a few years back there were those stories of people stuck on runways for like a whole day. You remember those? And I think it came out of that. Hmm. And they had to, airlines had to publicly post what their restitution is for different things. And somehow they, they turn into a corporate fiasco. Like one hour, you know, zero to one hour is this 61 minutes to 121 minutes. You know, it's all stupid. And, and it doesn't really, it doesn't really harm them and that's how they want it right i mean if they had to pay us all a thousand dollars we wouldn't be having these kind of problems yeah exactly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) so what are you watching on tv these days Hmm, a lot of trashy reality tv yes (laughs) let's get let's get into it um oh you know what is i tomorrow there's a new episode of real housewives of miami which has Hey-o. been really, really good lately. Um, 
uh, these these women are just okay. I I know I'm a few episodes behind, mm-hmm. but that lady, Scotty Pippen's wife, ex wife, ex wife, yes, she is a wreck. She's a wreck. I call her Five Below Kim. <laughs> she's like a super cheap knockoff of Kim Kardashian. This was she tries to. I can't with her. I she's so messy. She's mean. She's just she's not even fun. Mean, right? It's entertaining to watch. It's just, ugh. yeah. And, and you know, there's the, the there's another lady on that show. I I think, um, it's not the it's the Cuban lady. Well, there's who, two who, Cuban ladies, the blonde okay. or the blonde, the drunk blonde, drunk okay, the drunk, not the drunk Barbie. <laughs> okay, it's the one, on one hand, I I enjoyed watching her when she's tending to her son. Oh, yes, that's Alexia, a.k.a. Cocaine Barbie, or Cocaine, yes. as I call her. Um, yeah, that's Alexia. She, her only redeeming scenes are are the ones with her son Frankie? For sure. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. All like all the rest, she is trash. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that movie Mean Girls. You know Regina George, like the Queen Bee. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. who Alexia thinks she is. Um, you remind me. Of, okay, I want to talk some more about this, but I I, I want to come back to it because you bring it up. Mean Girls is reminding me of something. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> whenever I'm. You know, whenever I'm talking to my daughter, and she's 18 now, I'm, I, I like to say that because she's an adult now. So I'm bragging she's 18. 18. That, yep. And, and whenever she's telling me a story about any topic, right, her life or friends or family life or something in the news, eventually she will reference, she will, she will say one, she will say this. It's, you know, it's like, and she'll say one of three things. It's like that episode of SpongeBob or... <laughs> it's like that. It's like that episode of Scooby Doo, right? Uh, or you know, some of her favorite TV shows. Like it's like that episode of, say, Scrubs. You know, something like that. It it's sort of in that order. And I, I have determined that there's a certain age of woman, like your age, for example, who inevitably will say in telling a story, "It's like Mean Girls." <laughs> <laughs> As a woman of a certain age, I will um, corroborate that. Yes, that is in fact correct. <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry that was a that was a long aside, but yeah, you I wanted to get that out. So yes, so what was it about me, girls? Oh, that she that Alexia from Real Housewives of Miami, she wants to be the queen bee, just like Regina George. Uh, oh, She's like the geriatric me, uh, Regina George. Okay, okay, I got you. Okay, she's yeah, she is. Bloop. Yeah, the the yeah. From what, where I left off, she was very nasty. And um, what about the housewives of Baltimore? Because I'm way behind oh, on that. Potomac. Like, what's happening there? Potomac. Potomac. There, that's it. Yeah, we're already on part two of the reunion. Oh my god! Far behind, Myron. <laughs> Um, you know, I feel like Giselle and Robin have been just awful this season. They love to just bring up mess in everybody else's marriage, but they never want to talk about their own stuff. They never want to talk about their own shit, you know, it's obnoxious. And so because of, okay, so let me backtrack. Okay. They've been getting on Candace's husband all season long about, ooh, he touched this one's butt or he slid in that one's DMs, completely fabricating, exaggerating, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. So after the season aired, it came out that Juan did, in fact, cheat on Robin. Oh! So for and not only that, that, but Robin knew about it. What? So all season, all, all season, season, when it when they're talking about Candy Ace's husband, they knew about Juan was out there cheating. Yes. And so you remember Whoa. when Karen was like, oh, that's why um, Juan got his other girlfriend and da, 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 da. And she called Juan and he like flipped out on the phone. Now it all yeah. makes sense. She knew. She knew about it. Karen was telling the truth. 
Wow. They even had to, they had to add like a special little like edit to the reunion Mm -hmm. to be like, after the reunion aired, this came out because Robin was so much lying and deflecting at the reunion that like even the producers had to publicly call her out. Like, oh out. my God, Robin lost the plot. She did lost lose the plot. Like I can't. Wow. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So did um did she and Juan Dixon ever get married? They did. They did. They did. Yes. What a mistake! Yeah. Like, he didn't want to marry her. He did not want to marry her. Oh, what a fool! He went through with yeah. it anyway. Yeah, and did she get just just a couple days ago? I saw making the rounds on the socials pictures of one with another girl. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! That's a mess. A mess. That's a mess. Hey, what about that reality show we've been watching together called? Um, Perfect match. Yes. Yes. Let's yes. Talk about match. <laughs> yes. Okay. So for the audience, Perfect Match is a Netflix reality show hosted by it's one of the Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey from ninety eight um, degrees. <laughs> degrees. Nick Lachey, and he takes the show takes reality, other dating show reality losers, or they're probably not losers, whatever you want oh. to call them, oh. <laughs> contestants, right, or something participants mm. and they're you know they're always on some secluded island or whatever wherever they are and the idea is that each person has to find you know in quotations true love <laughs> and by the end of the show they try to decide which other couples were the most authentic or something i don't know who was the perfect match who was the perfect okay yeah that's the name of the show okay <laughs> okay <laughs> But in the so meet- I, like to, I like to describe it as it is a dating. It is okay. It is the Netflix multiverse dating show. Oh, that's perfect because it gets all these people from all these shows, all and you'll recognize. Yeah. Yes, if you watch any any reality dating, there you're going to recognize one or two people on there or more. And the deal is, not only do they couple up, you know, on the first day, but then they have all these activities, and each night. They they can recouple, dump dump this person and get that person. And there's always too many people there so that at the end of each episode, two people will not be coupled up and have to leave. But they don't really leave because they're secluded somewhere that could be brought back. So there's like 10 episodes or something. And it's a lot of shenanigans. And you can see people getting together that have no business getting together. Mm. And it's just really good trashy TV. Oh, it's trashy. It's messy, salacious. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and 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 like any any reality dating, you get to you know you get to see the villains. You know, it's just it's just so fun. You get to yell at the TV, and you know, it's a lot of fun. So I I, I enjoyed it because it's so awful. Yes, it was a great binge. That was a good one. That was a good one. I was like, I was like, Myron, can I see this new show coming out? Can we watch it? Like, <laughs> we got it too. And, and you know what was funny, in. right? And what was funny because because we had just finished watching the other really trashy, bad Nick Lachey show. Was that Love at First Sight? Um, no, it was Love is Blind. Love is Blind, and after the something or other after the curtain yes it, it was it was nick lachey and his wife they were the host of that yes yes right i don't, I don't know vanessa i can't remember lachey. vanessa vanessa and one of the villains on that show um uh, is on this new one and that guy his name is what's his name bartice yeah <laughs> or as we love to call him barista <laughs> <laughs> he is i Look, I think of all the reality show dating villains, he's in two shows or maybe three now or something. He's already top 10 material for all time oh, worst person. He sucks. He is he definitely is. the villain. He is like the true definition of a fuck boy. Fuck boy. <laughs> That's like the type of dude you teach your children to like avoid at all costs. You do not want to get romantically involved with a person like that. At all. And you know what? His I, I can't remember. 
just a liar, gaslighting all the time. Like, ugh. Yes, liar, gaslighting, um, super high on himself. Mm-hmm. And he just, he, he just, he, every other word, he's just lying. Yeah. And, and I mean, he is so popularly despised. Just go to TikTok and put in Bartise, put in his name. And it's, it's a whole industry. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> You'll have lots of fun just scrolling TikTok. <laughs> rage watching and laughing videos about yes that. he is um, terrible yes yeah so we're enjoying that and um and you know what starts to today wednesday is season three of the mandalorian yes i know i cannot wait yes you better not watch, with, it, without me. You better not watch it without me with mr uh pedro pascal Yes, I saw, I saw, I think this was in one of your, but not your, but a BuzzFeed article. I think I saw a movie or TV series clip of Pedro Pascal in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Stop it. (laughs) Buffy? Now I need to go back. Roll the tape. Roll the tape. Yes. And and he's, and he's with and as a matter of fact, Sarah Michelle Geller posted it on Twitter. She posted what? a little still. Yeah, she posted this still shot of those two, you know, and, you know, in one scene. And then I read the little synopsis of it because I guess they were, I don't know if he was in school. I don't know. Eventually he gets killed by vampires. Like, that's like the whole deal, right? But yeah, it's him. And he's I all young. But he's still- got in on the trend because he has been trending all over TikTok, all over the socials for the right? last week you know in anticipation for the show coming back out and you know everybody's really excited so there's just tons and tons of videos just like right you know, just very you know people love pedro pascal like they're like obsessed i love it i love when an actor um gets their flowers you know and they come up like he's not new he's been around a long time Right. And so he's been in a lot of roles and he did a lot of, you know, character roles and not starring roles and things like that. But he was known in the industry, you know, a good actor, even a great actor. And and then now he's just in the stratosphere. Yeah, he is. And it's so perfect. Yeah, because he's he's like, I don't know him, obviously. And we get to see him on not just his movies and TV, but in these interviews and all these things that come up coming out about him and these runways and stuff but he genuinely seems like a nice level-headed man yeah right person and very likable so yeah he's having a great come up right now i love to see it i love to see it sorry meyer and i did i do enjoy watching pedro pascal <laughs> video <laughs> as 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 the Mandalorian says this is the way, the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay wait a minute so Okay, so so yeah, that that starts, and I know you don't watch any of the Star Treks on pay, on um, Paramount Plus, but the new season of Picard just started. It's two episodes in, and it's fantastic. Um, but I used your Peacock because you're the only person in the world I know that has Peacock. So <laughs> congratulations, you're keeping them afloat. That's like like the, it's amazing. But I tried to watch the show that a lot of people were talking about favorably called uh, Resort Island or something like that. Hmm. It's sort of boring. Oh. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a little murder mystery with this couple trying to figure out what's happening on this island. And I don't know. I'd rather watch Fantasy Island. I, I don't know. It just it did it didn't hook me. Okay. And you know what? That's that's a pretty scathing review there because it is you're not to say that you're easily entertained but you can find the entertainment in a lot of things you know like you find joy in finding the entertainment in something so for you to say it's kind of boring yeah Yeah, i like both of both the the lead actors and stuff i mean i I think i I just finished i finished episode three because i thought okay let me just keep watching keep watching but yeah, it's sort of boring. You know what? I, it's the same feeling I got watching. Um, one of the reasons I watch these things, just as an aside for audiences, because I write movie 
and TV reviews in my magazine, Dear Dean Magazine, which comes out every month and it's free. So go subscribe. But anyway, so I, you know, I try to watch a lot of different things that people are watching so I could do a, a review of it. But I got the same kind of reaction when I, I tried to watch White Lotus. Ah, I remember you telling me about this. Oh my God, yeah. it's so boring. Like nothing happens. It's just so boring. And I think I got to episode five. And someone was telling me, oh, but there's two seasons. I thought, oh my God. Like, <laughs> wow. I, you know, it never, it never kind of caught my interest. So I've, I've, yeah. I haven't watched it at all, White Lotus. I haven't seen any of it. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and even when I do my reviews, I, you know, I try to say, you know, it's just not for me. It doesn't mean that it's horrible or bad. It just, it didn't. It didn't do it for me. I was the same way with that TV series, Shit's Creek. Like, everybody loves that series, you know? I tried three different times. I can never get past, like, episode four or five. And people will always say, oh, but that's just when it gets good. <laughs> <laughs> they always say that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. The world, I'll never know because I can never get past that. Like, it's not for me. Hmm. I I never really got into that either. Yeah. Like, so, but I, I was like, hmm. I do have a horror movie that, that that we should watch. Horror, you know, you love that. That I do love horror, I, but I but not but love. hear me out because it's on your it's it's streaming for free on your Peacock. Okay, and that is Megan. <gasps> oh, you know what? We kind of have to hate watch that. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's sort of like bride of chucky just sort of like going crazy on people and how could that not be both terrible and good maybe it'll be like the horror version of um burlesque uh, oh yes <laughs> it was so bad it was good or no 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 the horror version of glitter Glitter was. Oh, glitter was so bad, but so good. <laughs> that, that that was that was a moment in time. That mm -hmm. that that was a moment in time. That was that was that was Mimi at her. I don't know about her worst, because that's I don't think that's the right word, but her most Mimi-ish. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that is correct. There was, there was something right. You know, it's been years since I've seen Glitter. I might have to rewatch that because there's some celebrities, some stars like Gina Gershon is in that movie. Mm -hmm. Right? And she was a hottie in that movie. So I'm going to have to watch that. Uh, rewatch. No, it's been a long time. Was Gina Gershon in Glitter? or Was, was it she? Or No, I, you're confusing it with the other one. Oh, my God. And I'm trying to think of the name of that movie because that mo you're right. That movie was also terrible but amazing. Um, it was with the girl from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> oh my god, we're out. we're what we're deep movie? in it. Oh my gosh, it's gonna bother me so much. Um, okay, Jimmy Gershon was not in Glitter. I don't believe so. Okay, okay, look that up. See, because there was a, a famous co-star, but I don't. Know. Oh, was it? It wasn't Denise Richards. No, it wasn't her. <laughs> now you're just mixing a little. I know. I'm just done. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I could picture this lady's face, but I thought it was Gina Me Gershon. too. And you know what? As soon as I figure out the name of this, like, I'm going to be like, wow. Oh, yes. Yes. The um, Say by the Girl. The Say by the Bell Girl with the curly hair. Yes. Yes. What was her name? Redhead or, or it wasn't red, but all, all I remember is that in that movie, her character, Nomi Malone, like I know the character's <laughs> name, Nomi Malone, and she went to Vegas, right? She wanted to be a dancer and she wanted to be in the front of all the shows. And she ended up just like falling into the dark world of Vegas sex, right. sabotage, and all of that. I need to to remember the name of this. This is gonna bug. Wait a minute. So, am I mixing up two movies? Was that yes, the, for sure? Was that okay? So, what that was not Mimi's. That was not Mariah Carey's movie. Glitter. Glitter was glitter. 
But okay. Gershon, I don't believe was in. Oh, oh no, the, the Gina the Gershon was in this movie with the girl from Saved by the Bell, who's show that was called Showgirls. It's That's called it. Showgirls. Oh, yes. that was deliciously yes. bad. <laughs> I I can't believe that those are two different movies. <laughs> and you know, if movie theaters were like the old days, that's the perfect double feature. <laughs> okay, which one would go first? Well, the I think, opening number. <laughs> yeah, I think you always. I think Mimi would have to be the closer. Like you would have to have Mariah Carey as the closer. Yeah, because it's bad. But that Showgirls is next level. Oh. Like it's in the it's in the upper echelon of greatness that is bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, oh, I forgot man. about that about that lady from Say by the Bell. Like I don't even know if she still acts anymore. I do remember her being like a sort of recurring character on one of the CSI oh, okay. shows, but that oh, was still God. a long time ago. I don't oh, know. My. I don't know what she's up to. Listen, Nomi Malone used to wear her Versace. She didn't know how to pronounce Versace. It's a Versace. Why to give her that black girl's name, Nomi Malone? I love that. <laughs> you know, if 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 movie life sort of got mixed in with with real life, then Post Malone would be naturally be her son. <laughs> I feel like that would make sense. Right? That she did, so smelly looking. Right. She didn't really want to get pregnant. She had Post Malone, oh, kept no. him for about five years and then abandoned him. And now he's Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Oh, uh, wow. That was funny. So <laughs> Um. Okay, good to talk about movies and, and TV and stuff. So, um, I got another little. This is the last one, but I think that uh, people don't know your teacher, and um, I found a show that I think your students would like. Oh, my students! Yes, and I think you would like. Oh, so it's on Disney Plus. It's a Marvel cartoon. It's based on a Marvel comic book, but it's a Marvel cartoon, a cartoon called um, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Moon Girl and what dinosaur? Devil Dinosaur. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'll just give it a little premise. Yeah, what's it about? She, um, Moon Girl is about, I'm thinking her age. I think she's 12 or 13. And she's so so like a super genius, you know, a comic book kind of super genius kind of deal. She's a little black girl with Afro puffs, and she lives with her family, her mother, father, and I think her grandmother, maybe a sibling or two, and her best friend. And now I'm drawing a blank on her best friend, but her best friend is Puerto Rican, a Puerto Rican girl, and um, they just become best friends, and a Puerto Rican girl. She, just like a New York Puerto Rican girl, she, half the time she speaks Spanish, half the time she does it, right? She just, mm -hmm. and they just become really good friends and they just enjoy each other's families, you know, in their different family kind of ways. And she's like her, um, she's big on social media. So she's like her hype girl, oh. right? She, and she tells her what to do and, I, and, and, and their little banter is just, is so well-written. Like it's so well written because they're just like kids in that way that they're talking to and at each other, mm -hmm. and it's just so and there's so many different conversations and references, and so then the little and, and, and they're in um they're in Harlem. They're in Harlem. Oh my! They're in Harlem. Yeah, I love this. Yes, and so you know the vibe that that we got from uh, Miss Marvel. Yes. Um, the Disney show, and how she's just in her neighborhood with all little people and all the little stuff. It's like that, and so that you know, it, it, it's it's comedy. It's not super serious. Mm -hmm. And then the the little villains that and she has this dinosaur from another dimension. Like it's just like a big dog, like it's a dinosaur, and so it, it's absurd. But the little the little episodes and the villains that she encounters 
are creative villains that are that are directly understandable from a teenager pre-teenager's perspective right and so not so much like a movie of the week a very special episode not or, or like the electric company it's not like that but just in these really creative ways they introduce these villains about you know maybe it has something to do with depression or maybe it has something to do with responsibility but the the villain is isn't just called you know evil responsibility guy it just is interwoven <laughs> in there yeah and so so that you as a as a teacher and as an adult you're like this is really really creative it's really creative but as a kid you enjoy the mayhem of it all right and it's just a little um 22 minute show and actually they're on, on the disney network as well like the 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 over the air one that one but it's also in disney plus and it really works. Like the comic book is really popular. It's really popular because it's so well done. And it's just this little black and little Puerto Rican girl. And they just have these little adventures. And that when they were going to do this series, a lot of people think, well, how could they capture this? They've done it. It's so good. And just like an adult, you can enjoy like a SpongeBob because of all the subversive things that's going on in there. This yeah. is, it's like that, but in a different way. It's all very clean, but it's very, very entertaining. I can't wait to to watch it. That sounds yeah, awesome. I think sounds like really I would want to watch it. <laughs> I think you, would, I, I know you would really enjoy it. So the first episode is like the origin. So it's probably like 45, 50 minutes or something. But after that, they're just like 20 minute episodes or something like that. They go by really fast. But I think you really enjoy the New York aspect, the neighborhood aspect, the little people and everything. It's just like with Miss Marvel. And then I think you enjoy the two little girls and a little banter. And I think they're going to remind you of your little, your time, you know, you're being that age with your friends in and around New York and then also your students. Oh, what a great recommendation. I can't mm -hmm. wait. Because mm -hmm. I knew you would be the guest on this show. And I thought, well, let me have something that's spe specific to you. Oh, what a welcoming host. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, uh, so we're about done. So uh, thank you very much for uh, 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 filling in for my uh, international traveling yes. um, uh, partner, Jen. Hopefully she'll listen to this when she's in uh, Cancun. Oh, you know, I'm going to tell you a quick story about, uh, actually, I'm not going to tell you this story because she's still <laughs> a working lady and I don't want to get this stuff out on the air, but I, I'll well, tell you off the air. <laughs> I know. I'll tell you off the air some of the stuff from, <laughs> from like, 15, 20 years ago when she used to go to Cancun. <laughs> Ooh, I hope she is having a great time you know, again. Right? And just, Birthday you know those, again. right? You know those girls going wild videos? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'll say. But anyway, um, where can people find you online? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Miss Angry Flower. You can find me on Instagram at Miss at Eliane Marie. Sorry. Um, and you can find me on Spoutable at Miss Angry Flower as well. Now, can you can you repeat all that in Spanish? <laughs> Me pueden encontrar en Twitter en at Miss Angry Flower y también en Spoutable y Instagram Eliane Marie. I love it. So just so our audience knows that we're bilingual. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just never know when Myers live into the Come in. Thank you. So I can be found. Um, my name is very easily searchable on the Google. But on Twitter, it's my name. On Spoutable, it's my name. Um, Facebook is either I have two on Facebook, my name and Dear Dean Publishing, same on Instagram. And I'm mostly a lurker on TikTok under my name or Dear Dean. Um, I may comment here or there, but I'm just not, I don't have the skills to make all those really good videos. Like <laughs> I, I don't, I can't tell a story while I'm doing makeup and I can't do any of those things. So um, I just sort of lurk and have fun or just watching people do their own thing. So, but I can be found there as well. So uh, thanks again, Elian, for joining us and um, share our 
share our podcast. And I'm um, sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Oh, share our podcast. Leave a great review. And um, we're at episode number 45, I think. 46. This is 46. 46. Okay. We're, we're marching to 100. Have a great night. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.